Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus <laughs> It is Shuji a ho 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 and welcome back to the podcast. Gonna be flat out uh, uh, honest with you, I'm drunk right now. Okay, I recorded this episode and the Chrissy Mayer episode back to back. I was drinking, excuse me, I was drinking during the Chrissy episode. I uh, got the times wrong for the Ray DeVito episode because the, the fucking clocks changed. So... I sat here listening to Journey songs and some Christmas music while I kept drinking. And then during the Ray DeVito interview, I also drank for yet another hour. So uh, I was pretty much, uh, gotta be honest, during this Ray DeVito episode and this intro, a bit of a mess. Uh, You will actually hear me at some point, which I'm afraid to go back to check it out. Where I had to get up to run to uh, the ladies' room, as it were, for a... You know, because fucking... I had a, about eight pints. So, you know. But I love Guinness, and if they want to sponsor me, get in touch, you little bastards. Uh, anyway, so Ray DeVito's on the podcast. Ray had me... I Sorry. Yeah, Ray had me on his show called Rock Bottom with Ray DeVito. And it was really funny, and it was a great time. And I'd forgotten to plug it on the first Christmas episode... Which, of course, you'll have heard way back with Vinnie Paulino. Uh, and it was great, and uh, had a great time, and great, great, great. So, uh, I thought, well, we've got to get Ray back on. He's funny. He's always one of these guys that rubs shoulders with all the, the big names. But before we get to that, just do a little couple of uh, plugs. And that if you want to see the video version of tonight's episode, you want to see how drunk I was, check out Huge Entertainment on YouTube. That's the only place you'll find it. It's free. All you're going to do is leave comments, drop likes, interact. It helps me and it costs you nothing. If you're on YouTube and you happen to be a pro wrestling fan and want to hear the experts and legends talking about it, and go to Keep No 100 Official on YouTube, which at the time of recording this, we had just passed 46,000 subscribers. It was looking like we were hitting a bit of a, a, bit of a stride. But I don't know, whatever. It just, as soon as it got really big there for a while, it just came to screeching halt. And it's back to struggling to get by all over again. But never mind that. At the Huge on Twitter, at the Huge on Instagram. And thank you, and the plugs are over. So those are the plugs. We're going to get to the paid sponsors. And then we're going to get Ray Vito back. And we're talking Anthony Cumia. Talking some behind-the-scenes scandal with Chad Zumark. Uh, it seemed like I, uh, I worked something out there. Uh, what else have we got? We've got some Kevin Brennan talk, the Chrissy Mayer feud. We've got a really good conversation about Anthony Cumia. And that's right, ladies. Star Wars. You want to hear two guys talking about Star Wars while one kind of slurs it? This is the show for you. So when you hear me back after the break... You will hear me speaking to the great Ray DeVito. Ray, hello. The temperatures aren't the only thing that's rising this summer. 
Guys, confidence can take you very far in life. Uh, for example, look at me. This podcast stinks, but I think it's great and I convince you that it actually is listenable. Confidence can also help you in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that is where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. <laughs> you get the pun, it's about a hard cock. The process is very, very simple. You sign up to bluechew.com, you consult with one of the licensed medical providers and once you're approved, you will receive your prescription within mere days. And do you want to know the best part? It's all done online, so there's no need to visit the doctor, no need for any awkward conversations and best of all, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. The Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA, just like Bruce Springsteen was, and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a very discreet package. And much like an audition for Saturday Night Live, the funniest show in the world, and if you don't believe me, then why was Kate McKinnon and Pete Davidson just recently in the cast? First impressions are important. So what about lasting impressions? And you're going to leave quite the impression with Blue Chew. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And the best thing here, little bonus, we've got a special deal for all of our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code HELLO, as in it's usually HELLO. Use the code HELLO at the checkout and just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, the promo code HELLO to receive your first month free. You visit bluechew.com. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this podcast and on with the show. Support to you for It's Usually Hello is brought to you by Manscaped, who just so happens to be the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You know what I mean? They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over... 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Everybody knows what it's like when you're uh, trying to keep yourself clean or keep yourself special, you know, for that big night out. Just say you have to be going to a big concert, say, I don't know, ACDC Stadium show. There's about six of you going, going away. You know that, right, something's going down tonight, so I'm going to trim my hell's bells. Use the wrong thing, you're going to end up cutting your balls and you're going to be on the highway to hell, if you know what I mean. <laughs> One of my uh, hilarious jokes there. But that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's called the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And when I tell you this is premium, I actually mean this is premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. You gotta play it safe, you don't wanna speed through that shit, cut one of your balls off. It's waterproof technology so you can't groom in the shower helps clean up easier and one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology and let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB and if you're listening to me speak right now and I hope you are I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that drunk of yours, get 20% off and free shipping with the code HUGIE at manscaped.com. 
That's H-U-G-H-E-Z-Y at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And just as a little quick reminder, get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code HUSEY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code Husey, H-U-G-H-E-Z-Y. And thank you for the sponsorship and on with the show. Want to buy wrestling merch but don't want to buy the cheesy or childish stuff the WWE puts out? Well, Collar and Elbow is the company for you. Collar and Elbow was founded on the traditional values of professional wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product intended to connect with people on an emotional level. A symbiotic relationship where one cannot flourish without the other. They strive to create a product that embodies their passion for professional wrestling through street fashion. Basically, it's wrestling merchandise that you can wear in public that doesn't make you look like a total nerdy mark. This is great stuff. I've bought a bunch of it myself. I wear it myself quite often. And when you go to buy it, don't forget to use the coupon code HUGY. That's H-U-G-H-E-Z-Y, all in capital letters, to let them know that you heard about it through me. That's Collar and Elbow. Use the coupon code HUGY. And do not forget to tell your friends because this is the best merchandise company you're going to find anywhere. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of my uh, worst habits when I'm doing the plugs during the intro, I always forget one thing. You give me three things to say. You give me a million and 20 things to say. I will always forget the last one. What I forgot to say was that a few weeks ago, on my during my plugs, I had been doing a lot of shows, and I get invited on this beautiful man's show, uh, the Rock Bottom Podcast, with the lovely and incredibly head of herd, Ray DeVito. Ray, how are you doing today? Good, buddy. Thanks for having me. I- I'm just so glad you stopped saying all that racist stuff once the recording. <laughs> I'm so afraid that you would say it on the air. Cheers, by the way. Cheers, cheers! I, uh, it's too early to drink here. I got, I got to go to the gym. I got to get in shape, Husey. You know the thing that drives me insane. Uh, I don't know anybody who works out as often as I do and has a strict diet as I do, and looks as out of shape as I am. It infuriates me. I think you're in good shape. Oh, that's because I'm sitting down. If, if, if you see me standing up, you'd think I was Amy Schumer with the short hair. Oh, there we go. There we go. Coming fuck, in hot. Oh. That fucking fat, ugly bitch. Oh. Although, I'll give, I will say this. I haven't seen it yet. I was told from a reliable source that she was she was actually very funny on Saturday Night Live. The, the 
last week. So I will watch that and I will fucking call that person a liar. <laughs> I uh, I haven't seen it, so I have, I have no idea. <clears throat> well, but I'm sure it was full of groundbreaking stuff, such as Trump having <laughs> weird hair. Like, ooh, great, great. Uh, one of the things I'd love to ask you about, Ray, is you sort of addressed it or addressed it, mentioned that when you had me on your show, the Rock Bottom podcast, which you had no shirt on during that, uh, we we met, the name Patrice O'Neill was mentioned, and uh, to people like me who never met him, he, we always see him as like some type of a not religious figure. That's a silly thing to say, but like a cult figure, like a big comedy legend icon. But uh, I have to admit that what you said was not the first time that I've heard that he maybe wasn't the nicest person in the world to be around. So, uh, now, it wasn't nice to new comics, no. Yes. <laughs> that was for sure. So can you tell me your uh, experiences of being sexually assaulted by Patrice, or should I say, <laughs> uh, not getting along with him? No, I. it's not that I, I didn't know him. Um in that capacity, say I, I didn't get along with them. But no, um, when I first got to New York City, you'd go to like the Boston Comedy Club, and um, he he was he was always there, and he was great. When the, uh, I mean, I always looked up to even even when he wasn't nice to the open micers, I still or the the new, newer comics, like I still thought he was great. Like I knew of him from Opie and Anthony, and seeing him on a uh, tough crowd with uh, Colin Quinn, and yeah, he he was a hilarious dude. And I enjoyed watching him. But yeah, after the regular shows would be over, they'd have this thing called uh, Late Night with like the newer comics, like such as myself and Jesse Joyce. Uh, Neil Brennan used to also do it, even though he already had like Chappelle show going. He was just starting doing stand-up comedy. He would do Late Night too. And yeah, and uh, so like the comics, like he was never... Yeah, he definitely wasn't the nicest. Like, sometimes he would uh, get off stage like, I can't believe I got to get off stage for this corny motherfucker. And uh, and to his credit, he was right. I'm not gonna, He was definitely funnier than me. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say he wasn't. But, yeah. Um, but I think that's just who, who, he, who he is. Now, there's other comics like Todd Lynn, who was just a dick to newer comics, just to be a dick. At least when Patrice would make fun of you, like he'd make fun of your outfit or something, he'd add something that that was like actually it was like all right well at least he's gonna remember me uh, a little bit so he wasn't just a dick to be a dick he would like make fun of one of your jokes or something and yeah he didn't have to be that mean but in a way it, it felt good that he did it to everybody like it's not like he he's not like he just did it to one newer comic he did it to all the new comics so it was just a thing that happened so after a while you just got used to it and like just kind of, you know, you know, like you, you, I never took it personally. I, I can't imagine having my clothes made fun of someone who had to have people in China work overtime to make his fucking trousers. So uh, that's the sort of shit that would drive me mad. I remember seeing photographs of him wearing like velvet jackets. And it's like, what do you think? You're in fucking purple rain. Like you, you, you don't talk to me about clothes, you fat cunt. <laughs> you would have given it right back to him. That's oh, what you're saying. That's one of the things. Uh, see, when it comes to uh, trading insults in pubs, I'm Mike Tyson. I'm, I I will kill you. And then if it gets too intense, I will literally run away in front of girls. Well, I wish I was, uh, like, going looking back at it, I wish I had some funny stuff to say back at him the thing is he's i'm not i wasn't he's in his prime i'm just a new comic uh i'm not gonna out funny patrice o'neill well first of all i'm in all of them so like so i i bet it like some comics that would have zingers back for him and then you can go back and forth with them but, but i mean i i didn't i wasn't at that stage where like now i would give him shit back but uh he can't really say anything back right now. He's in a, he's in a, diabetes got both of his feet. That's what, <laughs> God, he's got no, they, they got all of them. They didn't just get a foot. They got all of them. But, uh, yeah, what? but, um, yes. I, I thought he was a hilarious dude. Yeah. Six foot under. Uh, what, uh, what word would you say to him to insult him? Uh, probably wouldn't 
made fun of him. I don't know, depending on what he's wearing. If he's making fun of my clothes, I'd probably, you know, make fun of his clothes back, you know. Maybe along the lines of how many sons so I had to die to make that or something. I don't know. Just, um, yeah, just insult back. I, uh, I thought you were He going looks to... like a pimp that ate the prostitute. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th I thought that you, you were going to say the N-word, but I'm so glad you didn't. You've changed, Ray. <laughs> like, literally on the air. Anyway, listen to this. You should have heard the stuff he was saying before we went on the air. Oh, my God. I thought, did we really get Mel Gibson on the fucking podcast? But, you know, here we go. I, I can ask you a question, though, Ray. Speaking of clothes... Uh, you have an incredible head of hair, yet you almost always are seen wearing hats. Why is that? Well, my my hair's not combed today. If my if my hair was combed, uh, I wouldn't wear a hat. Also, I don't like that I bought this gamer thing. I think it, I look like this. Uh, I wanted a better mic for these Zoom like podcasts, but I look like a, like a special teams coach on the side of a high school football team. With the, this dumb headgear, I think it's too much intense of a headgear. No, I, um, I think I think it's good, but usually those headsets—not that I'm judging—are used for people who yell racist stuff over Twitch. That's what they're for—to make sure I hear the racist uh, oh. stuff loud and clear. I said I thought you were going to say that's what the microphone's for, and I thought you were going to say something offensive. But I'm so glad you didn't, because it's <laughs> time. I caught myself. Oh man, I caught myself. It was close. It was close, you see. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, you you do have like a full head of her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're the only guy that I've seen that's in comedy that has all their hair, but covers it up. Why? Why is that? No, I'll uh, here. You can. There hey. you go. Does that make you feel better? Is that? Is that is see my. <laughs> I got hat hair right now. Is that the uh, dyed or is that your natural color too? No, no, man. You see the grays in there, dude. You yeah, see, see the grays. I, I say, I say, you should go hatless uh, while you can. That's because it's when you see people like, uh, well, well, maybe we'll not name names. Don't uh, piss anyone off. But there's a lot of guys out there who are visibly receding. And I say, what well, whilst we can, let us be hairy, as they sayeth on the streets. Let it be hairy. Are we talking about my shoulders again? Have you got a hairy shoulder? I, get I, I shave my shoulder sometimes. It's a light dusting. It's nothing too intense. Yeah, I get it. I've, I've started developing this problem in the last two, three years of my life where the back of my neck, I have to shave it while I'm shaving. I'll do that too, man. I'll do it. But what the what the fuck? Like, Because uh, I, I, one of the things, I can grow a full beard but really, really slowly. Like, a lot of people have to shave every day. I shave every three, four I days. Shave. I'm everyday shaver. I shaved yesterday, and it's already coming in pretty good. Nice, uh, nice silky skin there. And you've got one of those easily, easily done Hitler mustaches. Not that I'm saying you would, but I definitely think you have. Uh, but, the th yeah, but with, with, with the, why the fuck does the back of my neck grow thicker than the fucking mustache I've got? It, it's, it's an unfair... Uh, problem and the whole world is out to get me i'm a victim you are a victim man Thank you, you definitely are a victim man yeah you're right your face looks like shit you're definitely a victim I, I'm, I'm probably going to die <laughs> we're all gonna die not me hopefully not today hopefully yeah. not today not today and we're not gonna die and neither will our hair get it no it's it's it's, it's hanging in there man I don't no. think that you know what they say, man. You lose hair, that's uh, that means you got too much testosterone. So neither of us got testosterone. Just two limp dick sons of bitches right here. No yeah. erections for you or me. I'm talking to you t about you too. Yeah, that that would explain why I've really, really struggled to whack off for about 27 years right now. But there yeah. you go. We we no hair means uh, no hair means you've got a lot of testosterone. No hair means too much testosterone. What bald? I, I think a bald dude. I think a bald dude came up with that. Yeah, that, that's like. Have you ever heard of uh, National Texture X Day? No. Yeah, it's a thing where they say, "Oh, um, on on whatever day of year it is, you get to phone your X or text your X 
It's like, that's complete stalking material. It's like, oh, I'm not violating probation. It's a national holiday. I, I didn't hear that. First of all, what, what day of the year is that? Oh, uh, the 69th of March, brother. <laughs> Word. <laughs> every day. I thought you were going to say it's every day at, at happy hour. Yeah, at beer o'clock, closing time. Hey, you, uh, can I come over and get my dick sucked? Or are you busy with the kids? And just, just said, hey, guess who doesn't have an erection again? Uh, uh, you I, should know that, you yeah, fat son yeah. of a bitch. Still can't come, you fat bagged <laughs> whore. But then, uh, that's enough about me texting Amy Schumer. Uh, gotta ask, uh, in the background there, I can see uh, Star Wars, a Star Wars figure. Is that a Darth Maul? No, they're just three random ones. The only one is a, a Yoda. I do have a Star Wars action figures. Those are just ones that I had. I, I think one's a Samuel Jackson Jedi. The other one that like long conehead Jedi. And then the other one is like Yoda. But don't you think it's fucked up that... um A grown like, man has Star Wars toys? <laughs> yeah, oh no, I fuck. I, I love Star Wars. But uh, like, if you look at four years ago, right? Star Wars was like the biggest thing going. Then that, fil- oh, that's a nice bit of nice that. That's then that, the then that film came out, Rise of Skywalker, and it was so shit that I think it's killed Star Wars. I haven't really seen them, man. I really stopped after the. Not that I'm, I, I just haven't had the time to watch all the Star Wars stuff, but I, I loved it. But like even like going back and watching the ones from our childhood, like they kind of jumped the shark with the. Um, the Ewoks and everything. Like, you look back at it, and it's like, it was really good. And it was still great. But, like, all these badass characters are now getting beat up by teddy bears. It's like, all right, come on, man. Yeah, that, that's that's the perfect example of, I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but when when a good franchise starts becoming toy attic, you ever yeah, heard of yeah. that? And, and fucking Lucas is thinking, right, right, we'll have an Ewok, uh, uh, sp- uh, pencil sharpeners and Ewok hats, and we'll have lightsaber toys, and and all this, and, and that's when you just see it get bad. But these new ones, yeah. that's what Kiss did. That's why they stink. Uh, I, I can't. There you go. I can't have that. That's why Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons turned it all into a marketing thing. Yeah, but, we well, went through it. They they had a. Uh, I don't know if it was you. I went. I think they had like four good songs. That's it. But I think uh, uh, Gene Simmons is, of course, one of those people. Yeah, they just started making lunch boxes, and they're like, "All right." Then they took the makeup off, which is like the worst mistake. Yeah, they they were that. That's exactly they're the perfect example of why there's certain women you don't want to date during the day because light is not their friend. So when you see them in a in a bar and they're gonna makeup on, you go, "Okay, I'll take you home for a I'll let you touch one of my wounds." But then, uh, you know, uh, you see them in daylight and you go, oh, Jesus, I will. That's why Kurt Cobain killed himself. He sobered up one day and he met Courtney Love for lunch during the day. And he's like, what the fuck? I bought a mansion with you. Where's that fucking gun? (laughs) So that's what it was. Courtney Love's fault. I I like that one whole album. Someone's I just assume Kurt Cobain wrote it because it kind of disappeared. But someone told me someone else wrote all the whole music. A celebrity skin, yeah. Like they had, uh, I liked them for a minute, I thought they were all right, and then they, they like disappeared when Kurt Cobain disappeared. Yeah, she, uh, Courtney Love, it uh, just looks like one of those women that, uh, she's just so like her ego was just always on display from the beginning. She's not that good, she can't sing, she can't play guitar, but she's in a band, and not to come across as sexist. But she looks like her uh, her cunt smells. I I think most of them smell. That's how they get the reputation. The same thing with our assholes. I'm sure our assholes don't smell so good. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, we we didn't call our band whole. Oh, that's true. Well, uh, I didn't have a band, but yeah. Ironically, uh, the band was named after the thing that actually was what Kurt Cobain shouldn't have had in his head. <laughs> a heroin needle in the arm? <laughs> That's what they would have called themselves? Needle in the arm? 
Oh no, he blew the back of his brains out, and I'm so glad that he did because I fucking hate Kurt Cobain. I think that Nirvana is one of the most overrated bands ever. They have good songs, but they're not that good. And uh, like Come As You Are is great, Braid is great, and I Drain think that- great. Drain is my favorite Nirvana song. Yeah, I had the I had they had the Drain Kurt Cobain's mansion of his brains. Uh, the only the, the only ever did two good covers. I like the cover of "Man Who Stole the World" by David Bowie, and I also like that when <coughs> Kurt Cobain covered "The Brains" all over the wall. That's the other good cover. Say, I thought he had a nice duvet. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I a think, nice duvet. I think the only thing that the the, the, the Nirvana has going for them is uh, that they have uh, incredible merchandise. Like, that logo is great. And you think, oh, wow, look at that shirt. I've got to check out Nirvana. And then you listen to them and you go, what a bunch of dicks. Dave Grohl was what a, a bunch of fucking assholes. Screw them. Fuck them. They, they stunk. Could, they could go take a jump in the lake. They were no kiss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They They're don't not... hold water to kiss. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't like uh, any turns of phrase that the, doesn't hold any water with me. Ah, ah, ah. I got gotcha. you. Hanging by a thread there. Uh, I gotta ask you another thing that you said when I was on the Rock Bottom podcast, which is available on Patreon at um, dot com backslash Ray DeVito. There you That's go. just to annoy Kevin Brennan. I'll say backslash Ray DeVito. I was gonna say backslash anyways. But the thing is, hey, saying that wouldn't annoy Kevin Brennan. Like like blinking annoys Kevin Brennan. <laughs> fucking they. Why would that guy have a sandwich? That's so fucking annoying. Sandwiches these days. Look at that guy sleeping, trying to get some rest. What the fuck's up with that doctor helping that woman give birth? What an asshole he is. I'm going to punch him in the face. Uh, But I'm going to ask you about him. One of the things you said on that podcast was uh, the red bar thing. And when you said that, I forgot to ask you what that actually was. Uh, So what, what was the red bar thing? Oh, Red Bar? I guess, man, this is like two years ago by now. Two, if not more. But um, I, I, I don't know. I think it was like on Brennan's podcast or whatever. We were talking. They were talking about Red Bar. And I was just talking about Red Bar and like how he made songs for podcasts or whatever. And they were kind of like funny, insulting songs. And I was like, hey, if you want to make a song for me, go ahead, man. I'll play it on my podcast. Let's, I'll make it my theme song. I don't give a shit, which I still would do if you wanted to make a song for me. I'll play it on my podcast. And then, um, so he was just watching that clip because he wanted to shit on running and whoever the guests were on the podcast, me being one of them. And then at the same time, the amazing Vito, who's done my podcast and who I've known since then, he's a, he's a, he's a nice fella. But I guess he was messaging... Like, they were, like, shitting on me on the show, and he thought they were shitting on him. So he messaged something to Jules, who I guess is um, Mike from Red Bar's wife or co-host. And I never really watched Red Bar. I just knew him on podcast. And they were like, hey, call in, call in. So then people are sending – because he said something about, I guess, her boobs or something, and he thought I said it. So they were telling me to call in to Red Bar, so I – I, I called in the red bar, and then he thought I was amazing, Vito, which I, I wasn't. And I said nothing about his wife. I so then he was like kind of confused. So then, yeah. So he, um, I mean, it's all online, and he was like, "Hey, you." Uh, and I went along with the Fred Gat. Like, you can watch it. He was like, "Hey," uh, he's like, "How do you want to make some money?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." Yeah, so he's like, "All right, here, show, show me a four. So I show him a four. And he goes, "Gee, you just made a." You just made a hundred dollars. She's like, show me your arm. And I was just, I go, here you go. Here's my arm. And he's like, all right, now uh, I want you to like start doing. And I was like, all right, this guy, as soon as I got weird, I'm like, no. But at first I'm like, yeah, I'll play it. I didn't expect to get any of the money. He sent me $300 for doing that. So I did. Yeah. So I didn't give a shit, but I was more doing it. Like, all right, where's this going to go? You can watch it. It's on, it's still online. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every now and then, like a red bar troll will hit me up and mention that or whatever. But yeah. What uh, drugs did you buy with that uh, 300? Uh, I think I paid rent. <laughs> I think it was more I paid rent. <laughs> you should have bought. That was the- during the pandemic when I wasn't working all the time. Comedy clubs were still shut down. So, have you seen the the film version of the musical Rent? No, I never saw the. I never saw Rent. It, it's I. I couldn't. Even I never it. saw Rent because I was too busy paying it. See, How about take, that? Take that, Tarantino, you big chin yeah. slum. Yeah. You son uh, of a bitch! But it's weird because it's it's a film about it's just something about people dealing with having HIV, right? But in it, do you know who Rosario Dawson is? Yeah, yeah, she was in that movie Sin City, right? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, well, there's, there's that was a, bit a good where, movie. There's a bit where she's singing a song about, and it's about how like having AIDS or whatever. And at one point in the fucking dance routine, she bends over. And it's like, I'll take some. Yeah, think about it, man. Like, Rosario Dawson at her prime, knowing you would get HIV. Would you mm. do it? Fuck yeah, I'd, I'd do it today just so that I could say that I fucked Rosario Dawson. Je- Jenna That's James. also the best way to get HIV. You get it from fucking someone as hot as her. Be like, yeah, dude, I got yeah. Rosario Dawson dick. Rosario yeah. Dawson dick. Yeah. You want some of this? Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would say, doc, I would say, to the doctor, please let me come into work today. I'm into the office today. I have to tell you how I caught this virus. I'm begging yeah. you. And they, well, what happened? Me? I fucked Rosario Dawson right in the arse. No condom, yeah. and I'm proud of it too. Hmm. Yeah, like you think about it. If the girl's hot enough, um, yeah. Would you get celebrity herpes if she had herpes? Of course. You, well, you're willing to get HIV, so herpes would be not a big deal, right? Yeah, but she she's one of those ones, and especially back then, like she's in a film called uh, uh, with The Rock. It's called uh, The a Run shit Movie. Yeah. <laughs> a the, shit movie has already. I've never liked a rock movie. It, I know it, people love The Rock, but I'm just never just too much of a. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I've never been. I never saw a movie. Like, oh, great. The Rock is in this. This is going to be fantastic. I've never. Nothing against the guy. It seems like a. I guess if you're a kid and you grew up watching him wrestle, you might be. It's like Hulk Hogan's in a movie. I got to watch this one. This is going to be fantastic. I get to see the Hulkster. Well, the uh, the the Rock was in this film once called Be Cool. And you'll never believe it. The character he was playing was secretly gay. What are the chances of that with The Rock? Well, I, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a rock movie. I, I just assume he'd be like dumb slapstick comedies uh, or an action film. Definitely. So good for him for showing some range. Yes, because that was uh, definitely him acting. <laughs> You're saying The Rock is gay? I don't know. I... He does that eyebrow thing. That's all I know. That's my rock. Yes, but not when he puts that eyebrow into the anus of another man. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But uh, yeah, but with the red boy thing, it's like uh, I've seen some of the stuff he's done. And and it is funny, but did you ever see the thing he did with a comedian called Sam? Is it called Tripoli or something? Sam Tripoli? He did. Sam Tripoli was in a movie with The Rock? No, no, uh, Red Bar. Oh, okay. Right. And there was oh, I thought th- we were talking about The Rock. Now we're back to Red Bar. Oh, well, it was just that the, the, the Rock and Red Bar look so similar. Uh, but basically, uh, with, with Red Bar, uh, he did a thing where he did some joke about Sam Tripoli has two kids with special needs or something like that. And it was just like, it was so dark. 
but it honestly was funny. Now, that doesn't mean that it's okay to make fun of special needs kids, but apparently that was the thing that made Red Bar go uh, into hiding pretty much for a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Sam Tripoli was even literally at one point outside his house you know, filming it, saying, get the fuck out here, and it was it was pretty uh, crazy, but I have to admit, I laughed. Yeah, dude, that's... Yeah, when you bring people's... I mean, I don't have kids, so... But yeah, when you bring people's kids into it and stuff, I, I don't know, like, I, I couldn't make fun of someone's kids. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I, well at the end of the day... Uh, we're all God's children, and that's the main thing, <laughs> right, Ray? Sure. sure. Uh, speaking of God, uh, I'm a big fan of, and I think you're a personal friend of the, the lovely Paul Newman faced uh, Kevin Brennan. Um, right, it's a good I, guy. I think he's hilarious, but I also think there's a very high possibility that he may have a lot of undisclosed mental health problems. Like, and that's just the fact, like. He's unnaturally angry, and he gets so pissed off over everything. But um, for you personally, as a friend of him, uh, what what's it like being around Kevin, knowing that he's so quick to get angry at people? Uh, and then also, what's it like for you as a comedian to see the fact that he gets into these public feuds that seems to some sometimes, not always, lead into a lot of uh, side-taking? Um, I I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, The one thing about Kevin is he gets angry at people. uh, At least he keeps the humor in there. So it's funny. It's hilarious. I I think he's doing it. I think part of it's real and part of it's like he knows he's going for the joke. Um, I don't think he takes himself too serious sometimes. Um, But yeah, he knows what he's doing. It's, It's humor. And he's not a... He's not a dick. He doesn't go around being an asshole to people. Um, although I guess I mean I wasn't there when he tried to get his bike, his bike repaired and stuff. But uh, or he got in a fight with his bike repairman. Or it, he got head headbutted by a tour guy in his building. So I don't know. But I think some of it he does for material. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it's. Um, I mean, it works for him. You got to admit, he's funny doing it. Like, I think he knows what he's doing because he's still funny while doing it. He do- He's not doing it to be a dick. Now, when people do it to be a dick and they're just being a dick and there's nothing funny about it, it's like, all right, what are you doing? Like, this is just silly. I, I think that the thing about Kevin, who I uh, sexually call uh, Big Dog Kev, it's that he does seem to fight with everyone and feud with everyone. Like this, this whole thing with Gino Biscotti at the minute, it's a bit uh, intense. But he, during the pandemic, he said <laughs> the funniest fucking thing I heard during the pandemic was that uh, when Chrissy Mayer was allegedly at the Capitol building. Chrissy, by the way, I, I interviewed about an hour ago just before this, which is why I'm a bit uh, drunk because I was drinking during it. And then she showed me her tits. Well, maybe there she you didn't. Go. Maybe she didn't, but I imagined it. And I'm going to tell people that's what she did anyway. But um, Kevin said, <laughs> Kevin Brennan goes, he says, I have uh, evidence that Chrissy was at the uh, the Capitol. <laughs> well, I, I think it's out of the back. I mean, I think she owns it now. He goes, I think uh, she owned it. I have evidence that Chrissy was at the Capitol building. Uh, according to my sources, uh, they know she was there because... Uh, on the floor, they found red content. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and you think that'd be a weird place to shave your pubes? You think you'd wait till you get home to do it? But you're like, no, I'm going to storm the Capitol, and I'm going to woman groom. I'm going to groom myself. That's the thing about Kevin. It's so funny. Like when he when he says shit like that. He's, at one point, he's saying it to take a shot at her. But then, on the other hand, 
that's such a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Which you, you got to groom. You got, you know, you're not, you want to look good if you're going to storm the Capitol. You don't know what you're going to do once you get on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Maybe I'm going to fuck a Viking, oh the guy in the God. Viking helmet. You don't know. Maybe he pulls out his schlong and you want to be ready. Uh, uh, but does it ever cause any problems with you? Like maybe when you're trying to get gigs or whatever. And Brennan has all these feuds and people would know that you're friendly with him. Does that ever cause any uh, drama for you? Uh, no. No, not, uh, no, not, not at all. I'm just, <laughs> the people place that don't book me, just don't book me because they don't like me, I guess. <laughs> That's nothing to do with, uh, <laughs> maybe, it's, to do with maybe it's because of all the racist stuff you keep saying. Yes, yeah. Oof. Yeah, but uh, of course you mentioned the uh, the lovely Chrissy. Uh, you you also mentioned when we did the Rock Bottom podcast, which we can find that. Oh, patreon.com backslash Ray Devito. There we go. And uh, you said that you had not, not a feud with her, so not putting words in her mouth, but you'd had a type of a, a fallout with her. Uh, t- tell me more about that uh, disagreement that you had. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's a fallout. I was just um, at at a place. I I, I kind of don't want to bring that because I work at that place. So I just don't want to bring that place up. So it's not anything. And by the way, I don't dislike uh, Chrissy or you know I have no ill will towards her. I'm not. I'm never took shots at her, but she was always a good friend of mine. So it just hurt to like that night that um, for whatever reason to. Um, to do that but then again that was i guess the thing before we ended up at the comedy club there was an event that my buddies danny polachuk and ryan long were at um whatever it was and then they were having an after party at this comedy club and yeah and then they they decided to do an impromptu comedy show and i was like um and i was like yeah i'll do a set yeah why not so yeah i was gonna do a set and yeah and then i went up at the end and for the for the people that were in there uh, after I was not brought up great on stage, they were fine. But I, I just felt bad that it was awkward for. But I was like, but yeah, it, it it didn't bother me. I don't I don't care. That's that's in the past. I don't. I I think um you know like her and Gino. I think they created their audiences and good for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got your audiences, and that's fantastic. That's what we all want. Um, and people come out to see them. Their audience comes out to see them do what they do. And good for them. They make money off that, and that's great. Now, does it play to the mainstream? Like, if I don't know who they are, and they come off the street, and you're at a established comedy club, expecting to see a professional comedian, and then you get whatever they do are they gonna i don't know that's you know i haven't really seen them in that environment um so i i don't know i don't know if they and hey thanks to them and the success they've done doing their own thing they don't need to do that anymore like they don't need to do a spot at uh the stand comedy club on a house show or uh the comic strip on a house show or because they got their own audience that they can cater to and they make money doing that so Hats off to them. Good for yeah, them. They get they, they found an audience. Yeah, that's one of the things that I think that uh, Chrissy deserves a lot of credit for, uh, and not just the nudes that she sends me every week. Ah, I'm only joking. I send you nudes too. You act like you don't get my nudes. You son of a bitch. Yes, would you send them to my mom's house? What the fuck? Whatever happened to the DM? Yeah, they were for you. They were silly, for you the whole time. Silly goose. But uh, but I think that like, during the lockdown. Everybody was fucked and didn't really have it. So Chrissy was sort of like, you know what? I'm going to not only double down, I'm going to like octuple down. And I'm going to do fucking 50 live streams a day. I'm going to do a million interviews a day. I may be slightly exaggerating those numbers, but you know what it's like when you're completely on drugs, right, Ray? Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm on drugs right now, man. Rock and roll. Fuck yeah. Uh, but with uh, Kiss Rules, Kiss Army. But I think, that, <laughs> but I think that with, with Chrissy, not that I'm saying you sh- didn't have your own thing, not and you did say it's not that, that big of a deal. But I think that there's some comedians like K- 
Kevin Brennan, who I like, and then, of course, Chad Zumach, who I get along with, give her shit for being uh, ambitious, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? For being what? Like, ambitious. Like, like she knew... But I can't just. Well, you're supposed to be ambitious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll give Kevin shit. (laughs) You gotta get mad at someone for being ambitious. Let him be ambitious. Should should we get him on the air and uh, give him some? Yeah, give him some shit. Get him on here. I. That's one thing you will say. Like when I do do his podcast, I do give him. Uh, you know, I I do stick to whatever my thing is. I don't. But yeah, no, good for her being ambitious. Uh, that's great. Yeah, but uh, and that's, but that's why I don't get it. Why um, fucking uh, why, why like uh, I fucking forgot his name. Oh yeah, like Chad Zumach, who I get along with. It looks like him and Kevin are back together. Yeah, th- and that's that should th- be good for them. I'm uh, I'm glad. I thought they were good together. Yeah, and I'd, I'd have sent him the, I'd have sent Kevin the link in case he comes on. I'll, I'll give him some shit. It'll be funny for Christmas. Yeah, give him some shit. He's got it too easy. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, but but I let's, think that let's take him down a notch. That son of a bitch. Yeah, like, like I seen them making fun of Chrissy doing the uh, content house. But the, yeah. the problem, but the problem is that is now, now to be fair, I didn't see it, and I did hear from. People I, that, I didn't watch a content house. I didn't watch it. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it's not that bad of an idea. It's just that, right. unfortunately, it's really tough to do content house today on YouTube when there's such insane levels of restrictions. You know what I mean? Like, you oh, you're have- saying they should have done it like on a porno site? Why? Were they having sex on the this live stream? You know, apparently Gino did get a, a treasure kiss, as they call it in the streets. Treasure kiss? I don't. <laughs> treasure? Uh, they, they kiss. Oh, trouser. Dumb oh. chick kissed him in the pants, man. Uh, I did stop by. Um, last I was in New York last week, and I stopped by with Levy and Brennan for Kumia show, and they were uh, they were shitting on the content house, and apparently for the next content house, um, Kevin got hired as a program director, so he's gonna. It'll be up to him. To decide what they do in the content house, so. But that's that's the thing is like, uh, what Kev, big dog Kev's going to find out is that I think that the Chrissy did the best that she could within those restrictions. Uh, YouTube's. Well, what did you want them to do? Were they supposed to get naked and stuff? Uh, well, 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 what are the women there for? Conversation. Ah. Not, not yeah. on my watch. Yeah, I hear you on that. They're for cooking and cleaning and kiss yeah, albums. They did. Yeah, the only content house stuff I saw was on Kumia last week. And yeah, I saw Gino was sitting. Like, they were making fun of the way Gino was sitting, how he, like, crosses his legs. Like, he said, but that's the way my uncle used to sit. My uncle, when he, because he had hemorrhoids. So he would always sit, like, the leg up weird like this. We were, like, kind of, like, crossing your legs, but, like, sitting on your... That's more an anti-hemorrhoid move. That's what I know it in the DeVito household. So Kevin was saying it's a gay way to sit, but I think it's more... Yeah, but I don't know if Gino... But then I did afterwards. Of course, I knew where to find Gino. I went across the street to the bar. I said, hello, Gino uh, met me, giving me shit, yelling at me. And then when he saw it didn't bother me, he apologized and gave me a hug and bought me a beer and a shot. So what, what, what was he giving you shit for? Um, I, for, he was basically saying like, uh, uh, he called me not, not funny. Um, and that I was never funny on his show and which is fine. I'm, I, I, I'm not for his show. Like get what I'm saying. So like, I'm not in hot water well what in hot water is now like i, I i'd be out of place sitting there because i'm not i don't say obnoxious things just to say obnoxious things or whatever but it was fine i don't hate to do it like i said what they've created him and chrissy they found a fan base that dig them that are into that and that's great that's what you got to focus on you know if i can make a living just doing stuff for people that like me specifically that'd be awesome yeah but I've got to say as well, though, I love the fact that uh, 
It's the way Gino sat that Kevin thought made him look gay and not the way he was dressed and speaks and dances. Yeah, I did think it was funny. He had the headband on, him and the other guy. They both had their different color headbands and they were running around the kitchen making food together. That yeah. looked pretty that looked pretty good. They look like the ambiguous gay deal. Just bouncing back and forth yeah. with their little fucking they, you know they kinda cause one was red, one was green, kinda like Mario and Luigi just like going back and forth, yeah, throwing yeah. barrels at Donkey Kong. Yeah, Gino looks like he is praying twenty four seven for that Dire Straits reunion tour. <laughs> well, yeah, that dude uh, did have a. Uh, that's the only dude I knew that wore a bandana like that. Well, 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 Tom Hanks one more in the film Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Uh, you got it, some of that Rosaria Dawson ass. Hey, it, 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 that's I'd rather get. Who did he get AIDS from in that film again? It, uh, Antonio Banderas. I guess if you're a gay dude, Antonio Banderas in the '90s is not a bad way to get AIDS. Really? Did he get it from Freddie Mercury? I know Freddie Mercury had it. See the thing about Freddie. Talk Mercury. about right on with uh, casting. That would have been right yeah. there. <laughs> oh no, he was he was uh, long gone by the time Philadelphia came out. I I, I think it's such a shame of Freddie Mercury. If he'd washed his dick under a tap once in a while, we could have got another album or two out of him. Hell yeah! Uh, speaking of uh, cleaning penises, uh, you you mentioned it, of course. You got to ask you about the great Anthony Cumia. Uh, I love the Ant Man. Was by. Me and him were so close. That's my nickname for him, the Ant Man. Uh, I think he's great, and I, I honestly think he will go down in history as the all-time greatest radio guy. Uh, I loved Opie and Anthony. I think the hard Stern's legacy got ruined when it was when it exposed the fact that how fucking fake he is and was. Even when you look back on it, but at the same time with Anthony, he's. Uh, Again, I'm a huge fan, but he is a controversy magnet where it seems like no matter what he does, it, it, he has people who are like to get him or they're calling him a fucking a racist or a homophobe or a fucking uh, a sexist or whatever the fuck. Uh, but for you... I'm well, waiting for you to say something negative about him. <laughs> but, but for you, uh, <laughs> what's it like when you're like doing a show with him or hanging out with him and... Uh, are you ever weary of the controversy that comes from uh, getting on down with the Ant-Man? Um, no, first of all, I don't even know him that well. I, kn I know him the only time, like, I've never been invited. Do you hate him? You hate him so much? <laughs> no, I've just never been invited to do you, the show. Do you, think you, could, uh, you think you could take him in a fight? Uh, no, he has guns, and I don't have a gun, so I'd be, I don't want to show up for that fight. So, so you have thought about the fight with Anthony and how you would handle it? To go out like two, like they do it like in the, do you think they really did that back in the day? They would just do ten steps and turn around and shoot? Like, if the dude wants to shoot me, I would only do nine steps. I would, it's like I'm a step quicker than, I do my steps faster. You, I'd you like, would have to really, really, uh want to kill someone to go to that effort of fucking like of saying this and I can't believe you let your dog shit in my garden I'm gonna fucking kill you but at the same time when you think about it if you brought that stuff back I really think it would pardon my French settle a lot of people's hashes and I didn't mean to swerve so excuse me but I just think, uh, not that I'm saying people should die. Anyway, we're kind of getting off on a tangent. Uh, so the the uh, you was talking about hanging around with Anthony after you hated him so much. <laughs> um, I do not hate Anthony. I get along fine with him. But uh, I will say, like, yeah, I've, I've never been asked to do the show. I obviously would be down to do it whenever. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Brennan and Levy. But, like, that's the only extent. I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I'd be. I'm fine on Kumia's show, but um, yeah, like I, I don't think like I'm for in hot water, for what it is now. Now when Berg was there, and it was more like free flowing jokes. That's one thing, but like I don't, I don't know if I'd be, um, 
like the one time when he canceled me last minute when I was supposed to do it. And then I watched the episode and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have been comfortable sitting there for that episode anyways. But so. with, with, with the, the accusations he gets, like you get some people saying that, like, no, and we, we know that it's fake because uh, like he'd be in fucking uh, jail if this stuff was fake and the, if the evidence was real, he'd be arrested for it. But when you hear, when you hear the sort of shit he gets accused of, what well, what's sort of like the uh, the vibe behind the comedian scenes? Oh, I just, I he seems to be cool with it. Like, I mean, he makes jokes about it. Um, you, you know, like uh, I, I saw it when what do you call it? when someone's like, uh, hey, Anthony. Why you Sorry, Ray, I, I really got to take a piss really badly. Can you give me two seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, I'll be right back. All right. Do you want me to entertain him? While he's doing it, should I sing a Christmas carol? Well, yeah, while he's doing that, if you like me, I'll do some plugs. Uh, Twitter.com backslash Ray DeVito. Uh, my podcast, Rock Bottom Podcast with Ray DeVito. Um, Instagram, Ray.DeVito. And I got two specials coming out, a dry bar special and my own. It should be out in uh, December. And then RayDeVito.net is my website. But yeah, um, we'll get back to that when he comes back. But yeah, I'm just chilling Cleveland, Ohio. That is where I am at. Um, Just in New York last week doing shows. I know the podcast I did uh, last week with Gas Digital. Oh, I got to put one out today that I did at Stand Up New York. So that'll all be on my podcast. I was just plugging my shit while you were <laughs> pissing your shit away. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was I was absolutely about to. Uh, I was trying to hold on to the leak, but uh, then gotta I gotta let it of, out, man. Thought of one Amy Schumer joke and I let it fly. Uh, very sorry and rude that I interrupted you when you were speaking. Uh, what were you saying about Anthony? What was the question again? <laughs> oh yeah, no. It's basically, with all of the the crazy accusations around them, uh, like uh, what's the vibe within comedians when it comes to being around with dealing with Anthony? Well, I'm assuming it's not true either. For the fact that I mean, he like you said, like he would be in jail if like that stuff was true. But like even when I was there, and like people are making trying to make jokes at his expense, like uh, hey Anthony, why are you following? Uh, uh, 14-year-old girls on Instagram. And he was like, the question is, why are you not following 14-year-old girls? Like, he just he just joked, like, I don't know if he follows for I don't know that. But the fact he was just making a joke about it, where if he was actually doing that, he probably wouldn't be making jokes about it. But, so. Yeah, and but that, that's the thing that I don't understand about his critics like that. It's like, do you actually think he would fucking admit to doing that kind of shit these days, like he obviously knows. Yeah, you, pe- he, he's easy to track, and like people are right now, like, dude, like that's insane. People are showing up at like that's not the only time I heard like another dude showed up at another comedian's house because he was talking shit about him on a podcast. So the his guy flew down to meet the guy, and uh, I know who the comedian is, and I, I, I don't know like if it was talked about, but he's in the, like that community and. It's like, dude, this stuff gets ridiculous, man. That's that's uh, Chad Zermark, wasn't it? Uh, um, if it could be, but no, yeah, I, someone I, I, flew down to a, another comedian slash podcaster's house because they were going back and forth online, and it was a civilian. And it's like, dude, that's it's just it's just too, just too serious, man. Just just make jokes, just yeah. make jokes. But the thing, because I, I keep didn't... the jokes first. Yeah, I, I did hear that that happened to Chad Zumark, or somebody at least threatened to. But I think that the, the problem is it's that the, the, when you say about making the jokes, but I think that the problem is there's too many fans out there that don't understand that comedians slash comedy people don't actually mean what they're saying. Like, like chickens have never crossed roads. Uh, no horse has ever walked into a bar. Uh, except during production of Sex in the City. <laughs> but uh, I, I just think that a lot of that shit, a lot of the, the, sh- the shit and the drama comes from really dumb fans. 
and I, I hope it changes and I hope that these fucking Anthony critics wake up one day and think, you know what? Maybe he's not trying to fuck kids because doesn't he live with that woman? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know his personal life. Like like I said, I don't know him that well. I know him in passing and he's always been nice to me. Um, he was at the stand uh, a night I was doing a show there. And yeah, but I, I don't know him that well. I, I I don't. I just know him in the context of um, that I've done his show a couple times from the sidelines with Levy and Brennan. But outside of that, I I don't know him. He's always been nice to me. Yeah, and if if anyone ever wants to hear me interact with Anthony Kumia, check out my uh, back catalog. It's quite possibly the single worst interview I've ever done. I was so fucking nervous that i didn't even put my headphones on and i'm just speaking into the fucking on board mic the audio is horrible i completely embarrassed myself but i was just so nervous to talk to the ant-man that it uh fucked it all up but there you go uh speaking that was of course me plugging a past episode and just hell yeah yeah, and just as we're wrapping up here, Ray, uh, what what plugs do you have for the lovely Christmassy boys and girls? Oh, I just said them all. While you were peeing, I threw oh. them all in there. Well, I, I say do them uh, once again, just in case I forget and speed edit this stuff. Oh, okay, in case you get rid of that little part. Um, RayDeVito.net's my website. On Twitter, twitter.com backslash Ray DeVito. Uh, Rock Bottom Podcast with Ray DeVito. Uh, I got to put one up tonight that I did at Stand Up New York Labs uh, with Mike Kaplan when I was there last week. And then um, another one I got to put up that I did at Gas Digital uh, Studios with uh, Karen Margolis and Tom McCaffrey, which I'll, I'll put that one up next week. But yeah, just I uh, got two specials coming out, a dry bar special, which should be coming out soon now that everyone else's that shot theirs uh, right around the time I shot mine. And then my own special, which will be coming out um, in December. I'm just going to I'm going to start following me on Instagram, TikTok and all that. because I'm going to start dropping clips from that special. So uh, when you were at Gas Digital, was the lovely Shannon Lee hair there? Uh yeah, she was there one. I was there a couple, a, a few days. I did a few pod. I did Zach and Ian's podcast. The one day I did Vecchio Owens' podcast. So yeah, she was there. I, I uh, interviewed her for this podcast about maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago, and like she's a good looking woman anyway. But you, you can always tell pretty quickly how a woman thinks of you based on what vibe she gave me. And she couldn't have given me less of the vibe ever. Like she, she almost was fucking disgusted even having to speak to me. And that that made her. Well, me and, too. But am I hiding it well? Yeah. <laughs> am I hiding it? Well? I mean, yeah. trust me, I'm. I am disgusting. I and thought. That, and that just made her ten times sexier in my eyes. Like, oh fuck, <laughs> she thinks I'm disgusting. I want to fuck her so badly. Uh, but well, anyway, Ray, uh, and that, that's a good Christmassy uh, way to uh, end up on. Listen, Ray, I just want to uh, thank you so much for uh, doing this podcast. It was great uh, doing your show. What a great laugh for that other cunt. I'm only joking. He was a nice guy from Unsufferable Bastards. Uh, it's it's great to talk to you. You're a very nice egg. I'm, I'm hoping next year at least that I will finally get back to New York, get to meet some of you homosexual. I mean, uh, people in, yeah. in person. I hope this Christmas you get your eggnog wherever you want to spill your eggnog. Wherever yeah. your eggnog wants to go. Yeah. May, may it not find any eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Miss you know, all the eggs. Apparently that's what happened to Freddie Mercury and Tom Hanks. And that they way too much eggnog. Way uh, too much eggnog. Way too yeah. much eggnog. His tap runneth dry. And AIDS is the perfect way to end the Christmas conversation. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Thanks for having me, man. Okay, thank you, Ray, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one, and it's usually bye-bye.